Welcome to the Leaders in Payments podcast, where we talk to C-level leaders from across the payments landscape. We'll be discussing the products and services that impact the payment space today, as well as trends and predictions for the future of payments. We will also hear stories from our guests about their journeys to the top. Hi, everyone. This is your host, Greg Myers. And today, we're taking a special look at the unintended retail space with industry leader Cantaloupe. Cantaloupe Inc. is a software and payments company that provides end-to-end technology solutions for the unattended retail market. Cantaloupe is transforming the unattended retail community by offering one integrated solution for payments processing, logistics, and back office management. The company's enterprise-wide platform is designed to increase customer engagement and sales revenue through digital payments, digital advertising, and customer loyalty programs while providing retailers with control and visibility over their operations and inventory. On this episode, Alyssa Steiner from Cantaloupe is joining me to discuss the results of their recent consumer survey. They targeted more than 2,000 census-based U.S. adults. We'll be talking about some of the surprises compared to last year, some of the latest trends in the market, micro-markets, and much, much more. So let's dive into this episode. Hi, Alyssa. Thank you for being here and welcome to the Leaders in Payments podcast. Thanks for having me, Greg. So let's dive right in. Tell our audience a little bit about yourself and your current role at Cantaloupe. Absolutely. So Alyssa Steiner and I currently serve as our VP of Marketing at Cantaloupe. I have been in the unattended retail industry for about 11 years now, which makes me feel kind of old when I say that because I don't feel like I'm that old. But the majority of my experience has been in the micro market space, working as the early employees from a startup, which was a company called Avanti Markets, and then transitioning to my role at Cantaloupe, where I've worked primarily, obviously, in payments and software services. So I've definitely had a good set of knowledge over the last decade, really around unattended retail. So I'm really looking forward to our discussion today. Great. And For those who may not know Cantaloupe, we actually had your CEO on not too long ago, but can you tell our audience a little bit about what Cantaloupe does? Sure. I mentioned Cantaloupe's a digital payments and software services company, but what we do is provide end-to-end technology solutions for the unattended retail market. So oftentimes people still think, so what does that really mean? Almost look at us as like a partner for businesses that are accelerating and self-service experiences. So they need solutions to manage everything from enabling digital payments with a physical card reader that gets installed on an unattended terminal to how they optimize and manage those assets in the field. So real-time monitoring of those locations, knowing really everything from when to go to a location to restock it, what's selling, really kind of the list goes on. That's what I mean by payments and software services for people that are really in that unattended retail application. Okay, perfect. So for today's podcast, we're going to be focusing on your second annual consumer survey. So what was the impetus behind it and what nuggets were you hoping to find out? Yeah, I think for us, like with any business, it's important to understand the trends. Where is industries evolving or how are consumer preferences changing? It's really the same reason why we conduct these consumer surveys. It always allows us to get a look at how consumer behaviors are shifting when it comes to how they like to shop, pay for products, or where they seek out new products and services. And for us, we're always looking at validating the payment trends that we see on our own network and getting insights into new payment preferences. It helps us to stay ahead of the curve. 
And then also just seeing what new ways consumers want to experience unattended channels altogether. It really gives us a good breadth of knowledge from the consumer side into a little bit of our business and also helps just to shape, you know, where is the industry going and where do we need to also go? Well, this next question is sort of a two-part question. What are some of the bigger surprises compared to last year? And then, of course, what's the impact that COVID has had on the results of the survey? Yeah, I think this is interesting because obviously no one could have predicted when COVID and all of this pandemic was going to occur. And our previous consumer study was conducted in 2019, and then it was published literally right before the pandemic started. So I think what we did see is that these trends basically started to accelerate much faster than I think anyone sort of assumed they would because of the pandemic. And in the previous study, as an example, one of the top three drivers of why consumers used unattended retail was really all around shopping at their own pace. So they said it was faster, there were shorter lines, and they could take their time without talking to an employee. And what we saw in this recent study was that speed was still a big driver. But the second reason they stated they used unattended was because they were trying to maintain social distancing from others. So safety became a higher priority than convenience was. But convenience still became kind of the third driver of sort of why they sought out unattended experiences. Another interesting point, again, I think because of the pandemic, was that we saw that data security specifically was even more important to younger generations than older ones. So a strong emphasis more so in this survey around just safety and security by consumers was definitely kind of something that came out through the comparisons of the two surveys. But another interesting surprise, which aligns to how COVID has impacted consumer behaviors, was the rise in payment preferences for consumers who want to use their phones to pay. I know as a consumer, I didn't even really pull out my phone to do a mobile wallet transaction prior to COVID. And then I think that happened a lot with a lot of consumers, no matter their age or demographic. And in our 2019 study, mobile payments like Apple Pay, Google Pay, or merchant mobile apps all fell under 4% of how consumers wanted to pay or would like to pay when they were in an unattended experience. But from our recent study, we saw this number jump to 12% where consumers preferred to pay via phone or mobile device. And that compared to cash at 19%. So you start to think about how mobile phones have now kind of accelerated because of the pandemic and people wanting really these touchless experiences and unattended altogether kind of helps you do that. But we saw that payment trend really accelerate and take off, I think, because a lot to do with people just seeking out safer ways to make a transaction. Sure. And you mentioned trends. So what trends are you seeing that you find most promising for the adoption of contactless and unattended retail? When we looked across generational trends, which is always really interesting to slice the data in a couple different ways, Gen Z is all about buying in the moment at the point of sale with whatever form of payment they want, be it cash, credit, or even crypto. So we expect that that generation will continue to kind of proliferate the adoption of both contactless payments and the growth of unattended retail. And when we talk about cryptocurrency, Of the consumers surveyed, two-thirds said they would consider using it if it was linked to their mobile wallet to make purchases, which I think, again, that was a bit of a surprise for us. But 
in a way, not so much because as we continue to see an acceleration in mobile wallet payment preferences, I think we're seeing just new forms of payments that consumers want to pay. So all of these will align to how we'll continue to see contactless and basically all digital ways of paying really accelerate and then honestly kind of take off in unattended retail as a whole. And the survey talked about non-traditional items, which I think are things like clothing and health and beauty. Why do you think that health and beauty is at the top of that list? I think this is a great question, especially being like a female consumer. I'll talk about kind of my experience as well, but it's interesting. We saw this trend in our 2019 study where health and beauty products were the top two non-traditional items that consumers were interested in when they looked at unattended channels. And in our recent study, it continues to be a top driver of interest from consumers, especially Gen Z where 83% of females surveyed said they were interested in buying beauty products from unattended channels. So when I think back to my own experience, like when I want to go buy a refill of a makeup foundation, you know, I'm typically going to Nordstrom. And a lot of times, you know, as a female, when you walk into the makeup department, people come up, it feels very consultative where they want to sit you down and, you know, they want to try on different color tones. And so it becomes a rather longer sales cycle than just wanting to come in and get that refill and walk out. Plus, I had to get out of my car maybe to go do it, right? Versus just buying online in some cases. So I think what we've seen here is that these more traditionally longer purchases that consumers have to have, whether it's pharmaceutical products or just beauty products, they're wanting to shrink that time down and they want it to be faster again, more convenient. So I think that's why we're seeing that there's such a hot trend here on these non-traditional items that maybe have a longer purchase timeframe for a consumer to actually get that good and take it home with them. And I know just from my experience, the ability to have it faster and just to make it easier for me to get that refill and get out would probably be another driver why I might seek out an unattended way to get that same makeup refill. Yeah, that instant gratification is very important, right? Yeah. (laughs) The survey also talked about how unattended retail can really help a business's bottom line, even post-pandemic, which ironically, we thought we were post-pandemic, and I think we're now right back into the pandemic. But why do you think that is? Yeah, I think more and more, like we're talking about with the trends of millennials and Gen Z, we're seeing consumers want specific products in the moment, again, kind of at that point of sale. And they want the ability to pay with whatever tender they have in their hand. Unattended retail really enables that frictionless shopping experience. And we suspect that more and more retailers and brands will take this kind of omni-channel approach, giving consumers a variety of ways to pay or to interact with their brands. So whether that's buying on the go from home or clicking on their phone to make a transaction and picking it up. There's just so many different ways that now you can get those goods and services. And our survey found that four in 10 unattended retail shoppers say that when they have an unattended option available, it makes them more likely to shop other channels with that retailer in the future. So if you look at it as being just another way to connect with consumers now on the go versus Maybe I directly need to walk into a physical store to get that item. I could now get it somewhere else 
whether it's a self-checkout at a different location. It's almost like in a way, instead of consumers having to go meet the business and get the product where the business is at, it's businesses figuring out how to flip that model and meet the consumer where they're at, always on the go in their day-to-day lives. And I think the pandemic has just proven the need for diversification as a retailer and or even an unattended retailer and how you can truly impact your bottom line the more diversified you are to getting those products and services out to your consumers. I'd like to think as part of that is once a consumer uses that much simpler, faster way of buying, the chances of them going back to the old way are probably less, right? I mean, just like we've seen in e-commerce, I mean, so much went online and I've had people on the show talking about my 90-year-old grandma finally bought something online and guess what? (laughs) She's not going to go back to the store. She's going to keep doing it because it was so simple and easy and fast. I would assume there's some of that there too. Right. My friend's grandma is in her 80s and she uses DoorDash. (laughs) I was like, wait, your grandma uses DoorDash? And she's like, yeah, she uses it all the time. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's wild. I just would have never guessed that. I don't even use DoorDash that much. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's using it. Yeah, that's funny. Well, if you're as old as I am, you will remember the cigarette vending machines in the corner of the restaurants or the bars. And obviously in schools today, in office buildings, you've got machines full of chips and sodas and other kinds of snacks. And, you know, we've already talked about health and beauty and we see everything today, like cars, you can buy a car through a vending machine, champagne, just goes on and on. How have you seen other businesses leverage vending during the pandemic? Yeah, I think we've seen traditional retailers embrace unattended in many ways. You know, even if you look at the Amazon Go model, which really came out pre-pandemic, but it's a perfect example of like a big brand moving into a completely frictionless, unattended experience for consumers. And there's other trends that we've seen both our customers and retailers adopt, which is kind of some of the stuff we were just talking about, right? Whether it's ordering through DoorDash to get it delivered to your house, or you order online and it comes the next day, curbside pickup, all these things, even our own customers who are more traditional in the convenience food service industry, in a lot of cases, are looking at how they can adopt into these other ways, just like retailers are. So I know as a consumer, I now expect these options going forward. And I think that's really what we'll see, especially coming out of the pandemic, is that these things aren't just going to stick because we're in a pandemic. Because as a consumer, like you were just saying, the grandma might get used to it and not ever want to go back into the store. And I think that's the point that we're seeing is These trends have come out of being in a pandemic, but consumers like them and they're going to be used to them. It kind of goes back to that same thing. It's just simply more convenient. It's easier. And at the end of the day, they feel safer just making those purchases where they don't have to necessarily interact with people. So I think we'll continue to kind of see these be an important part in all businesses going forward, whether it's a big box retailer or it's a small mom and pop kind of shop. Do you think there's a difference between the ways like a Macy's or a Target thinks about it or a small mom and pop shop thinks about it? Or is it really as easy as thinking about how do my consumers want to shop and how do I provide them the easiest way to do that? I think it's been harder for big box retailers to pivot more so because they've been always in brick and mortar type models. 
I think we've seen that become more of a struggle, but I think the ones that have pivoted sooner and really went to online or all these different ways to get their products to consumers, they're the ones that have come out of this better now, even though we're still kind of in this pandemic. We've seen that same thing with our customer base where it's almost the opposite though. I think that our customers are used to basically managing multiple unattended locations, right? Whether that's a hundred to thousands of them in just their small geographic area, everything from vending machines to micro markets to office coffee delivery services. And then you've got other applications like Airvac and they've always been an unattended, but what they've done is to pivot as well, which I think we'll continue to see is that they've been able to move into how can I do online e-commerce ordering, which they had never done before. We saw that same thing where the ones that adopted these new ways to try to get to consumers or to businesses, their clients in different ways, they were the ones that started to thrive faster and recover faster. So I think everybody's dealing with the same challenges. It's just a matter of really how fast you're going to adopt different ways. And I think it kind of goes back to that diversification. The more diversified you are to get things to consumers the way they want them, I think the better you'll come out in the end of this. Well, let's talk about another hot topic in the industry or in business today is the labor shortage. So it seems that unattended retail is also a solution to address this labor shortage. So do you think this will drive further adoption from both the retail and consumer sides? Absolutely. I think especially with labor shortages right now with unattended retail, the whole point is really that it can replace the need to have a physical person standing there and to check someone out and complete a purchase. So it's also one of the reasons I think we've seen micro markets become so appealing and one of the fastest growing segments in unattended retail, which I came six and a half years from really being in the micro market space. And they've been around for 11, 12 years at least, really before the Amazon Go concept started, which is almost like a micro market kind of on steroids a little bit, right? It's a larger version of that. And micro markets are more traditionally placed in employee workplaces or break rooms. That's where you'll typically see them. So I definitely think that, you know, with the labor shortage challenges, unattended models will start to look really attractive to business owners. And we know that from the study where consumers are also just seeking these methods now for their own reasons. Right. And you mentioned micro markets and Cantaloupe just acquired Yoke Payments. So how do micro markets fit into this omni-channel model? And then second part of that is, why are they so key to the future of unattended retail? Great question. As I mentioned, it's really the fastest growing segment in our industry. And I think why it's growing so fast is because the opportunities are really endless for micro markets. I think a good way to think about it is, Greg, imagine that you're sitting at your desk and you're in your workplace and you get a text alert that one of the products you buy all the time in the employee break room is on sale. So you decide, sure, I'll get out of my chair. I'll go on a quick break. I want to stand up and walk anyways. And I'm going to go grab one. And this is really like a perfect example of just how simple the opportunities are that can arise with solutions like Yoke Payments which is why we're so excited to bring their team and their technology to our customers. But the mobile capabilities alone facilitate this direct line of communication between merchants and consumers, enabling things like promotions, coupons, loyalty points, you name it. 
And I think a perfect way to think about it too is if you look at the Starbucks model, they've done a really great job in engaging consumers through their loyalty and their mobile application. And it's very similar, right? How can we take those learnings and those models into our businesses as unattended retailers? And it's all just resulting in greater consumer engagement, increased sales for the operator or business owner. So I think micro markets are just another way to provide really what consumers are seeking, which is that quick, easy, frictionless experience that they want and that we've kind of been discussing about a lot today, which I think is kind of why you'll see the future of unattended being really bright, especially when you look at these other models like micro markets beyond just traditional vending machines. Yeah. And you mentioned the future. So let's talk about that. What do you think next year's consumer survey might show? I think we'll continue to see an acceleration in consumer experiences using unattended channels. So I think we'll see more diversification. What we continue to see in the studies that we've done over the last couple of years is that, yes, they do purchase in other ways, whether vehicle services or these other channels, laundry, but food and beverage always is sort of the outstanding rising star out of these. So I think we'll see maybe just different things that are coming up because so many different businesses are trying these unattended channels as ways to connect with consumers. But our survey showed that 90% of consumers used it as much or more during the pandemic. So I think what we'll also see is that this number, while it's high already, will continue to rise and hopefully get closer to that 100% adoption, especially in younger generations like Gen Z, who have convenience, honestly, at the top of their mind when they're purchasing items. So I think these will be a couple of things that we anticipate that just will continue to accelerate as we look at doing a future study. And hopefully by the next survey, we won't be talking about pandemics and COVID. I know, right? <laughs> We've covered a lot of ground. And I want to make sure before we wrap up that the audience knows where they can go to get more information. What would be the best way for them to find out more? People can visit cantaloupe.com and access our infographic, which is really quick and easy to digest some of the key nuggets that came out of the first part of the study. It's in our resources hub, or they can also get details on the study itself in our press release on our website. So just by going to, again, cantaloupe.com, they go to our newsroom where our press releases are. And the press release was actually released on August 18th that highlights the survey findings. So These are a couple different ways that people can access the resources and information from the survey. We'll also have a second part of the survey coming out in October. So definitely keep an eye for that because it'll give a deeper dive into the entire survey itself, as well as some of the payment preferences that consumers had that came out through the study. Okay, great. Yeah, looking forward to seeing that as well. Well, we've covered a lot of ground today. Is there anything else you'd like to talk about before we wrap up? Yeah, I think we've definitely covered a lot. I think one of the things that might be nice to kind of leave the audience with is really just the opportunity for unattended retail channels as a whole. What we're seeing is that unattended experiences can become really sticky for businesses because once a consumer uses it and sees the convenience, the speed, the safety factor, especially right now, given that being a hypersensitive component to how consumers think about what they're purchasing, where they're purchasing. I think these experiences will continue to grow and rise on how they're looking at purchasing and unattended. At the end of the day, consumers just want to buy and go. 
And unattended retail really helps them do just that. So again, there's a lot of opportunity here. So I think if anything, hopefully it just helps kind of open up the eyes of some of our listeners around maybe different ways that they might also pivot their business to get into connecting with consumers across different channels. It's a fascinating market and business to be in. And thank you so much for coming on the show today and sharing all this information. And I know your time is valuable, so I want to be sensitive to that. So thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks for having me, Greg. That was Alyssa Steiner, the VP of Marketing for Cantaloupe. Cantaloupe Inc. is a software and payments company that provides end-to-end technology solutions for the unattended retail market. Their customers range from vending machine companies to operators of micro-markets, gas and car charging stations, laundromats, metered parking terminals, kiosks, amusements, and more. Look for another special episode about the unattended retail space featuring Cantaloupe in the coming weeks. Thank you for joining us this week on the Leaders in Payments podcast. Make sure you visit our website at leadersinpayments.com, where you can subscribe to the show and where you'll find our show notes. If you enjoyed listening, please share on your social channels as well. 